Hi, and welcome to Whole Heart Transformation. I am Melissa Alguera, your personal identity life coach. Let's go to the podcast. Hey, everyone. Well, I'm so happy you're here and just joining me on this journey of Whole Heart Transformation because all of us are in a process, and I know I'm definitely in a process. And sometimes the process has been grueling for sure. But every every time I move through to the next thing and get healing, it's like, yes, so happy that I decided to dissect whatever's coming up inside of me. And what's so interesting is today I really want to talk about grieving. And what's so interesting about that is that I was like, okay, yes, I know exactly what I'm going to talk about today. And I'm so excited. And then, you know what? Grief hit me this morning. And I've been, you know, instead of pushing the feeling of it away that's coming up in my body and my body's giving me signals and and alerts that something needs to be addressed here. Something hasn't been faced and felt. Something is um, needing to be tended to. Instead of pushing that away this morning, I got curious. So I was in the shower and just kind of almost like, you know, if you take something out of you, right, and you look at it and you kind of turn it different ways and explore it a little more and and just kind of ask yourself like where did this start you know why why am i doing what i'm doing why do i have this particular thing that keeps happening and you kind of dissect it a little bit more you know what's interesting is you can actually find where something may have started or stopped where you had pain or disconnection or trauma or whatever. And you can start the grieving process. And I think that we really discount grieving because we relate it to a death of a person. I think for many years we were taught that grief is based on only death. And that's really hard because we actually have a lot that we need to grieve in life. We have lots of losses. And I know I've mentioned this throughout some of my other podcasts, but I really kind of want to zone in on this today and just like really look at it and, and examine grief. You know, grief is, it's an interesting concept because once you start to realize the benefit of it, you can embrace it even more. And grief is something that when we embrace it, we can do it throughout our life and find healing and success in areas that we would like to either move forward in or just be healthier in. And so so I think, first of all, grieving is really hard because really it's a it's a deep pain. We feel it deeply in our body. Um, It may come out in different ways that we may not like, whether it's gut crying, you know, the snot running. Maybe it's 
maybe it's yelling. I mean, even sometimes I've had with my clients and even myself where I've needed to yell. Sometimes grief looks like anger. You know, sometimes it, it looks like, you know, something that we don't expect. And our body gives us a lot of signals about the grief that needs to happen. But I think we're not aware because we've pushed it away for so long. So grief, it, it's, it is something that, that we have to learn to do if we weren't taught how to do it. So this is what I want to give to you. I want to give this gift to you of explaining how to grieve and maybe even why it's a little bit difficult for us to grieve. So I gave this example, I believe I gave this in another one of my podcasts, but I'll, but I'll say it again. So when we're little, we have losses when we're little. And it's really interesting because as adults, you, to, our, to us, when our child has a loss of a toy or, you know, um, one of the things I don't, if you, if you have kids, you know what this is like, but they have these new type of magnetic plastic building. I don't even know what they're like blocks kind of, they're not really blocks though. They're like pieces, um, uh, different shapes like squares and triangles and whatnot. And you can stack them. And they're super cool, but they're also horrible because they fall over really easily. And so often, um, as an example, my son, he'll be building those and he might make a wrong move and they all collapse like Jenga, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's hard cause he's upset and you know, the typical response I think that we're taught to do is to fix it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay, honey. We can build it again. We can do it again. We can start. No, no, it's all right. It's okay. Right? Like this is how we approach this as parents. And there's no shame in this, okay? We, we do the best that we can with what we've been taught. And until we can learn something else, this is what we do. And so if I were to approach him though, instead of trying to fix or manage his emotions and say, oh my gosh, it fell. And just acknowledging, like, first of all, yes, this did happen. This is real. It did fall. For him, it's a huge deal oh my gosh, it fell. And then whatever emotion he is embracing in that moment, whether sometimes it's anger, you know, anger. Okay. You're, oh yes, that is so upsetting. And, and allowing it to be. And as long as he's obviously not hurting anyone, just being with him and that loss, it's a small thing to us, but to his little brain, it is huge. And then, you know, being with him in that. I had a even another example is um, my daughter, she's 11, and she saw a cat have a bird in its mouth. It was a large pigeon. And she was freaking out, and she went and 
somehow she was able to get the bird, but it, it died because, um, just a little side note, not that you need to know this, but cats actually have a bacteria in their mouth that kills animals fairly quickly. And so um, I don't remember what the name of it is, but it is a bacteria and they do have this. And so the bird um, actually died pretty quickly, even though it didn't have, uh, it had a, a large wound, but um, it, it still, you know, it wasn't that it had gotten an organ from what we saw, but it died fairly quickly, probably from the bacteria and the, just the trauma of the situation. And my daughter, she tried everything that she could to save it. And I, I was actually, I think in the shower and she like ran in the house and was looking on YouTube, how to do CPR. And she was so upset and, and it, and it was so sad. And so when I finally got out, I was like, what's going on? What's, what's happened? Cause she's, she's frantic. And so she showed me and we just sat and she grieved and she went through all of the, the phases of grieving. She, she was in disbelief and she was bargaining and she was angry at the cat and she finally got to acceptance. And I sat with her in all of that process of grieving. Now, part of it was hard for me because I had already accepted that the bird was gone, but she had not. So I had to wait for her in her process and just remind myself like she needs to grieve this. She experienced something really hard. And so, and not go into fix it mode, right? Like just let her be as it is, you know, and she's like, let's just pray that it comes back, you know? And I'm like, okay, like, so I went with, went there with her and just let her be in her process. And, and what was so cool was we connect, we so connected through that grieving process. And then the next day, um, the bird obviously was still dead. And so then we took it and we buried it and we had a little like not ceremony, but she put some flowers around the, the garden where we buried it and it was beautiful. And it was a moment of connection and she was able to move through and let that go. Um, I am not a perfect parent, so I don't want to paint this picture to you at all. I still really struggle. Um, I tend to still have my own um, issues with containing their tantrums and stuff sometimes because I'm still in process. However, this one was a win for me <laughs> with grieving. And so just sitting there and being um, present with her gave her the opportunity to truly grieve which will help her in her adult life to grieve for things such as a job loss and not try to medicate it with alcohol or with sex or with, you know, being busy or whatever it is, you know, giving her an opportunity to learn how to grieve something is such a precious gift. And we don't know how to do this because we weren't taught over the little things, what as adults see as little things. And so when we become adults, then we still see little things for kids as something not to grieve. But grieving is basically all about loss. And so, yes, we can, we can look at someone else and we can say, well, that's ridiculous that they're grieving over that. Like they should just get over that. Anybody can say that to anyone else. 
However, it is not our um, decision or up to us to decide what someone else should or should not grieve. That person has to grieve based on what is a loss to them, just like I have to grieve based on what is a loss for me. And so how do we do this? Um, I want to give you an example, a personal example. Um, and, and I just want to say, you know, even if something has been lost like years ago, that still is there if it was not grieved. Okay. So grieving comes, it has, it does have some stages. Obviously it's not linear. Um, you can vacillate between different emotions and, uh, portions of grieving, you know, bargaining was a really big one that I stayed in for a while after, um, uh, my husband and I, and our marriage kind of just exploded in 2019. I really vacillated, um, between bargaining for a long time. That was probably my biggest one. And then anger, anger was kind of all throughout the grieving process. And then what I'm finding now is acceptance is finally having its way. And so, and, and you know what, there might be another thing within the context of our relationship that comes up again, where I have to grieve it. And there might be bargaining and vacillating and, you know, all of these different types of dynamics that happen in grief. However, I think that when we're in grief, it's hard to accept that that's actually what it is. And so because we can't accept that our body is responding to a loss, we want to push those feelings away. We don't want to sit with them. They feel too hard, too complicated, too painful. Um, and our body is like, hey, no, 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 we need, we need to do this. Okay. So a recent example that I want to give is I was um, feeling this thing and I, I really wasn't sure what it's about. And it's kind of been like a normal feeling. And so, um, but, but I wasn't, it was like a low level anxiety. And I've talked about how anxiety isn't, it's kind of more of like a surface emotion. It's not a core emotion. And so once we get curious with anxiety, then we can get to the core emotions. And so I've had this like low level anxiety the last couple days and it, it came about because, um, I realized that I have struggled to miss people and I've, I've gotten curious with it before, but I, I have been working on other things, so I didn't get to really hone in on this one so much. But I started to examine it and I was like, oh my gosh, I know why this happened. Because as a young child, I had relationships that were very near and dear to me that dissolved or um, maybe like I had a family member that said that they would come back and that, that family member was really important to me as a child. And they said they would come back and then they didn't come back. And so what I learned as a child was to detach from people that held significant space in my life. And 
you know, it's interesting because I didn't realize that I was doing that because for, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my attachment is, has been secure. Um, but I've had some anxious attachment in my adult relationships. So anyways, as I got curious with this, this part of me, this, like, I don't miss people very much. I was like, oh my gosh, of course, as I just slowed everything way down and just sat with it a little more, I was able to grieve the loss. And I actually can feel this even now kind of in my throat, you know, like there was huge loss for me as a child where those people didn't come back and I expected them to, I expected them as a child to, you know, be able to trust their word or that they cared for me to come back. And so instead of me being able to grieve losses as a child, I don't know what I did. I don't really remember what happened. I I'm assuming that I pushed it away, you know, got busy, you know, do what you do as a kid. Or maybe, you know, some of my family members were just going into fix it mode and trying to make me happy and look at it on the bright side. You know, I don't know. But the point is, is that the loss, it still was just as near to my heart as it like in this present moment, it still is just as near right now, actually. That's why I feel emotion around it. Um, so because it's just as present right now, and even though it was, you know, 30 or more years ago, it, because it is present right now, I have an opportunity to grieve the loss and as I grieve the loss, it'll heal those detachment type behaviors, you know, where I detach um, certain parts of my heart from my heart, where I'm part of my heart is not attaching to people because of whatever happened back then. And so I did that today even. And I just thought, how cool is it that I had already planned to talk about grieving and here it is, I'm experiencing it and in the middle of it currently. And so what that looked like was first, I, I once I realized that that was the low level anxiety, that was why I struggled to miss people and um, why I, um, you know, was in the, in, in this like, okay, I need to examine this. Um, was the first thing I did was after I realized, oh, it's related to this, I cried. And I was like, that is a huge loss. The need to detach from people because people didn't come back. Like how sad for that part of me. That That's awful. That part of me really needed those people and or felt that it needed those people or longed for that relationship. And that relationship didn't go as planned, so it was a loss. And so I just kind of took and nurtured that part of me and reaffirmed it that it was sad. And then I brought that into relationship. I texted my sister-in-law and even my husband and just said, like, this is, I realized this today. And this, 
this feels really sad and super present. And this like little girl part of me is really present right now. And so just loving on that part and giving it the space to grieve and say whatever it needs to say. Then the other thing um, that I recommend is maybe writing out the losses. You know, what did I lose here? So in my case, well, I lost out on a relationship that I longed for. I longed for a deep connection with the person that didn't come back. And um, I felt like that was, I had a dream about that relationship as a child. For whatever reason, I had this dream and that person was gone. And so it was a loss of the dream, the expectations, even, even though as a kid, um, I didn't know any better. It was still, it was still a loss and I still had expectation. And as I, as I move through each portion of grief, then eventually I can come to acceptance. And as I come into acceptance, then it brings me to a place of being able to understand I'm not that, you know, child anymore. I'm actually an adult now who is safe to express the pain of their losses. And it's so cool because when we can do this, we find that things that, you know, parts of us that were protective before and things that meant something back then, they, they were so valuable then. And of course, of course the relationship is is a loss like you can't fix that however we can tend to our own heart and heal our heart by going into that pain and allowing it to be as is and accepting accepting the loss right like we're not trying to fix it or switch it around or try to control because the loss happened or say, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. That doesn't really help either. Yes, there is nothing that we can do about the losses that we've had as far as like physically changing it or going back in time. But what we can do is allow ourselves to be with that pain and honor that part of us that is, is hurting. Um, when we don't grieve, we can move into detaching from everyone, anyone that resembles anything like that. And so other people pay for our lack of grieving. And, and it's really interesting because it, we would think that it doesn't, but it absolutely does because we're not in touch with our losses and subconsciously all of our pain and trauma is stored in the body and in other belief systems that we have no you know, conscious idea about. And it's definitely ruling the way we act, think and behave. And so if we don't know what we've lost consciously, we will do things to remove ourselves from people that we 
might need to, you know, have a relationship with our love in the future, you know, like our kids. I also want to say genetics definitely play a role in this, um, epigenetics. Um, I noticed like in, in a lot of families, when a parent has a lot of losses, maybe they had, you know, parents that died or, or a caretaker that died, or they, um, you know, lost a child or whatever. If the parent doesn't grieve and show grief and show the child how to grieve, that will pass down, right? So then you've got now multiple generations that end up not grieving and um, no one knows how to do it. But I almost feel like sometimes there's this, and I could be wrong about this. This is just my theory, okay? But there's almost like this squeezing effect. And I kind of feel like my husband and I were kind of like at this point where we're on the pop end of this generational stuff. And, you know, like if you were to squeeze a water balloon that's full of water and then it pops, I kind of feel like we were on the end of that, you know, the popping end, like, okay, this is, we're stopping it here. And we weren't even aware. We weren't even aware of anything. We were just doing what we were doing. And then we started to learn like, wow, all this stuff that has generationally been passing down for many generations, we have an opportunity to heal and grow. And it's really cool, you guys. So the need to grieve is vital. It's vital for our health. It's vital to, to grieve because then we don't have to pass on things to our kids that we should have grieved. Or relationships you know, suffering because we don't, we didn't grieve our losses. Grieving is one of the most important aspects of our humanity. And it's truly a gift from God. The ability to really hone in on that pain and say, yeah, it's totally valid. It's totally valid that that was painful and that was a loss. It's valid for you to hurt over that. It's valid for you to cry. And just being okay with grief instead of pushing away the pain I really hope that this has helped you today. I know that this is kind of a big topic. It's not really something we do in our society. You know, you see a lot of people, they break up with a, a spouse and then in two months they're with another person. Not even realizing that there's a loss there. Yeah, even if it was painful, even if the relationship with, was painful, it's, it's still a huge loss. It's a loss of a relationship, a dream, a connection. If you lose a job, it's a loss of security. 
if you lose a child, it's a loss of a person that you are connected to, an animal, an, an animal that gave you joy, whatever, you know, and this, this is something that is so valid. And we've invalidated it for so many years that if it's not a death and even a death, you should just be okay because they're in heaven anyways. And we just try to sugarcoat it and make it so pretty and rainbowish that we're actually not in touch with the pain that the losses have caused us. So I invite you, get curious with your pain. Maybe you need to grieve. Maybe you need to look at the losses and write them down and actually weep over those losses until the morning is done and bring that into relationship and get that acceptance and validation for your pain and the loss. Thanks for listening. If you have found today's podcast helpful, please like, subscribe, and share. If you are interested in coaching with me, go to www.identitylife.coach. And you can also find me on Instagram, identity.life.coach. 